here to win championships. Not one, championships. Not two. LeBron, tell us about that. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. No question about it, I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, everybody, to episode number one of the Battered Heat Fans Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Golan. Alongside me, I have three other Battered fans. Uh, so, uh, I guess I'll kick it around to everybody. I guess I'll start from my left to your right. Uh, Italy, how are you doing, sir? I am doing good. It's already a busy Monday, but I'm happy basketball's back on Wednesday. I'm excited about being on the show. It's going to be awesome, man. How's everyone else doing? Everyone doing good? How's it going on, Solana? Going, doing good, man. Just getting back from vacation, like we were just talking about earlier. You know, I'm just back from Uruguay, so I apologize. I couldn't make the first show, guys, but, you know, I'm here eating my Jojo that I'm bringing back from Uruguay and drinking my, my LaCroix yeah, that, I, you know, I'm sponsored by LaCroix. Oof, look at this, bro. It's Ooh, like a cookie. Oh, it's like so a cookie with, covered with chocolate with dulce leche in the middle. How about that, bro? Oh, looks good. Looks amazing. Is that a hard shell? It's, yeah, it's a hard shell right there. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. I see. Nice, nice. All right. And uh, Chris, how are you doing, sir? Listen, I'm doing as good as how Jimmy Butler looks in his pictures. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's as that's how that's how I feel right now. But it's okay. I mean, we got a lot, we got a lot to talk about. The heat is on and uh we're getting ready for regular season, baby. That was Chris's that's look in high school. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. That was, <laughs> but it was a mushroom haircut. Yeah, that it was it was pretty bad. It was pretty Damn, bad. You had the shroom too? Yeah. <laughs> must have been like those, school, these nineties kids. Yeah, yeah. Middle school, yeah. 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 It, it, it wasn't a good look for anybody back then. All right. So <laughs> so the heat season starts. Uh, I feel like coming off of an Eastern Conference title, it's kind of crazy to think that you aren't one of the favorites in the East, but the fact that I guess the Heat almost snuck into the playoffs. I guess contributes to that. And I think one of the biggest contributors is if Damian Litter is on this team, like most people thought, I think everybody says, you know, NBA finals are bust. But now people are saying, are we even going to make the playoffs? So I'm going to start throwing it around before we start talking about this season. I want to talk about the hypothetical. Let's start with Solana. Solana, how are you feeling about one Damian Litter? Because I remember you sent me that text over the summer. You're like, it's happening. It's happening. It ain't <laughs> happened. It didn't happen. Are you feeling like the Heat are being disrespected because with Damian Litter, all of a sudden it's NBA Finals and now it's like playoffs, maybe? Well, play in? What are you thinking, Slana? Look, man, I don't know if, you know, the listeners, uh, you know, if they know me, if they know how, you know, deep my roots go with the Heat. Uh, so that'll just tell you all. I've been a season ticket holder for more than 20 years. Section 115, I don't know if we're famous or, or infamous. I don't know, but we started the LeBron is tired chant. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. Look, and my shirt is going to tell you all you need to know about me this season. Right here, baby. Solana has the guts, baby. Solana nice. has the guts. So, I don't care. Dame, no Dame. Beal, no Beal. I don't care. You know, I know we're going into a season with injuries. It's going to be tough, but... I say finals are bust, no matter what. Whoa. Finals are bust. Wow. Okay, so I'm going to get on you box. about that in a second. Yeah, I'm going to get on him about that in a second. But Italy, how are you feeling about the, the no Dame? Were you, did you think it was just about a done deal like just about everybody else? Man, I'm a Jet fan. 
nothing is always the same until you see until you see that notification especially with the heat if it happens on your notifications it pops up and it's confirmed it's confirmed dame ah you know i want him i wanted him i really did i wanted him i wanted either beal or him but it didn't it didn't pan out the way it is um i love our coaching staff and even with Dame here, he definitely would have made the team better. With our coach staff and with the young talent that we have, I love the kid out of UCLA that we drafted. I think he's going to be very, very underrated. Hi, I love him, man. JJJ, baby. I, I honestly think with this with, – with now we have a backup center now, finally. And I think it's playoffs or bust. Always. Playoffs? Okay. Always with this team. Always with this team. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the beauty of being a Heat fan. And the coaching that we have produces young talent and gets them over the edge. It's always, always. Chris. So I I, I feel like we kind of need to hamper down a little bit here. Or I don't want to say hamper down, but what? We were in eighth place. We were the eighth seed last year, right? Yeah. Going into the playoffs. You, you, now, you were? Knicks? No. Now, but now let's no. We're talking about we because we're doing the heat show, right? <laughs> now, here's the problem. That's with Cody Zeller. So now we don't have Cody Zeller. That automatically takes us like two seeds up. So <laughs> I think that automatically we're gonna make the playoffs. But I don't think Cody that we're Zeller gonna be a high than... seed. I, well, Cody Zeller was garbage. Listen. Cody Zeller looks like he doesn't even belong on a basketball court. Yeah. He doesn't. He why? looks like he doesn't. Why? Because he's he, white? No, it's absolutely not because he's yeah, white. Because, I mean, no, my, my it's because that weird hair. It's because that weird hair. Listen, it's not even that. I mean, it's, the, it's the whole deal. Listen, it's the goggles. It's the he looks 74. He plays like he's 85. He looks like he should be banned on a 500-yard radius from any sort of basketball facility ever. So the fact that he's actually playing for the Trailblazers now sort of scares me, right? Now, getting back to what I was saying, I think uh, – and, and I don't know if we're going to get into to, you know predictions just yet, but I think that it sucks to lose Dame, but if there's anything that he culture has ever said is we don't fucking need anybody, and we're yeah. just going to run with or without whoever we get. I mean, obviously, at some point, we got the big three. But, you know, we've also ridden with guys that are just down and grimy and ready to rock and roll at any given point. So I think uh, I think the Heat uh, really don't give a crap about Dame. Yeah. Kick rocks. Get out of here. We don't need you guys. We don't need you. We don't need uh, Beal. We don't need anybody. We'll make we'll make the playoffs fifth seed at the high, at the lowest. That's I mean, just it was eight, eight seed last year. And no, and I get it. I Facts. mean, I think that's the beauty Facts. of heat culture. The beauty of heat culture is because I think it's a real thing. Like, I think it's yeah. one of the few franchises in most professional sports, at least in, in American sports, oh where you're like, this culture thing, like, it's it's real. Like, you hear former players talking about it. I heard Andre, Andre, Andre Iguodala talking about it just a day or two ago on uh, on the, uh, the, the Reddit podcast, the, the, the Old Man 3 or something like that. And yeah. he was saying... The heat culture is real. Now, there's goods and bad to it. The good is you're always locked in because they don't let you lock out. The bad right. is you're so locked in, you're almost worried about making a mistake. And he thinks he said that he thought that that might like affect players. But regardless, like Chris said, no matter who you have, with the heat, you're expected to perform. 
And because of that, I do think this team is still going to make the playoffs, right? And I think that you could expect them to be dangerous. But NBA Finals or bust, like Solana said, I'd pump the brakes on that just a bit. Because last year, they had Max Struess randomly playing out of his mind, worked that into yeah. a contract. Gabe Vincent worked that into a yeah. deal with the Lakers. Caleb Martin, what the hell? Like, I well, don't know where he's, he's balling. So I don't know if you can expect that again out of just role players. I mean, Daniel, well, next man up, Daniel. Look, next man up. Look, well, I'll, I'll tell, tell you, you something that, about the Heat. Something about the Heat. And, 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 and Danny, Italy, Chris, you guys can – I mean, you can keep going on that list. You only named three guys. I can name you probably another 25 that came through that oh. same system that earned a contract. And so the, it, this culture thing, I mean, look, it started with Pat. You know, back in the, in the '90s, I know, I know, I know, because because <laughs> we took him from the Knicks. I understand that, Chris. I understand. Thank but you. this culture thing started with Pat back in the '90s. It's a real thing. Look, UD. UD is born, bred, raised, everything Miami and culture. And look, I mean that that guy. I mean, he is the epitome of culture. Not drafted out of college, overweight, goes to Europe comes back, get in shape, and spends 20-plus years playing for one of the greatest organizations in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, I mean, of course, he also played with Dwayne Wade and Shaquille O'Neal and LeBron James and Chris Bosh, amongst a bunch of other players. So that also but, helps but, as well. But he, You're also but missing he, Mario Chalmers, you know? Hey, look, he was a decent point guard. He was, yeah. he was a decent yeah. look, point the, guard. The Heat culture is, is a real thing, and I think it's even it pointless to, to talk about of. because – Everybody says it. Everybody recognizes it. And former players go ahead and they talk about it all the time. You can look all it up anywhere you want. They, they look it up and they explain it. The body fat thing. I remember, um, was it Dwayne Wade or Udonis Haslam that was explaining the whole body fat thing when they got to the heat. Wade. Where it's like, yeah. you do not get to practice with the team if, you're not, if your body fat isn't where it's supposed to be. Andre Gudala said they gave him a mouthpiece and knee pads for practice. And he's like, I don't need this. And they said, yes, you do. And he said, I, our practices were harder than the game. So that heat culture is a real thing. They got these guys ready to go. And because of that, it doesn't matter who's on the team. You can expect them to get the most out of whatever's on the roster. With that being said, in the well, NBA, you need superstars to win. And Jimmy Butler is, I guess, a superstar but they call him playoff jimmy because it doesn't he doesn't really perform like that until he gets to the playoffs and i don't know how long you can depend on just playoff jimmy chris you were gonna say something well and let me yeah let me bring something up and i'm gonna toss it over to you italy because uh danny was talking a little bit about some of the key additions and the key departures which the ticker's kind of mentioning on the bottom so he mentioned a couple of departures which you know, like he mentioned, we lost Max Struess, a.k.a. Yeah. Hialeah Bread, because he looks like any standard guy from from Hialeah here. Uh, <laughs> we we also we also lost Gabe Vincent, who Gabe Vincent to me, I feel like was the harder one to lose between Max Struess and Gabe Vincent. And then, yeah. of course, you know, nobody's have nobody's having a party about losing Cody Zeller. You can go play wherever the hell you want to as long as you're away from yeah. me. Uh, yeah. So what do you think about the key departures and then also, you know, some of the key additions that we've had on the team? I mean, we got Josh Richardson as well that came back. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's been kind of uh, nice. 
I think, you know, for me, I'm a huge Victor Oladipo fan. And I was really, I was really yeah. upset that, that we did get rid of. I understand why, because of the injuries. I get that. But he was yeah. magic with this team when he wasn't injured and Gabe Vincent did her a little bit more. But Ooh, I, no I kind of I, I honestly expected them to get signed big money to go somewhere. So I was already prepared for that. And I would and you know, just like Salah said, prepare to lose Hero. But if Hero can be the same guy as he was averaging over 20 points a game every game, then I think he could slot in as, as that third guy. But overall, I love what we did in the draft. I think Jovic, Djokovic is going to be from last year's draft. I think he's going to he's going to shine, man. I'm excited about him. Richardson, I like the backup. We have a, finally a better backup center in Bryant. I love that Kevin Love is back. I think the the veteran presence here, mm-hmm. and he's a winner as well. And I love the two way players we signed: Kane, Hampton, and is it Switter or Swider? Swider. 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 Hey, two-way contracts. Two-way contracts. They did very well in preseason. And I do like our bench a little bit more with Caleb Martin there as well. I'm I'm not upset. And I I think these are good moves. I just want to see just more consistency. Yeah. Solana, what do you think? What about you, Solana? Oof, I got a lot to say. Um, so let's talk about the draft. JJJ. Uh I love JJJ. I think he's a player. I think he's going to fit right into the system. He's going to fit right into Miami. Oh, hell yeah. For sure. I mean, I mean sure. come on. With I mean, the name like I, Jaime? I cannot yeah. wait. Hey, can I tell you? I cannot wait. And I love – so I'm a big Mike B fan. Like, honestly, the day Mike B retires, I wish I could take his job because I do the starting lineup exactly like him. And that backup – You don't have that voice. That they have, you don't oh, have that bro. voice. Bro. Oh, no. And now. Nah. Well, my, my son's sleeping, so let me not know that. And now. No, there you I go, my, my my son's sleeping, but anyways, dude, I cannot wait to hear because I haven't been to the arena yet, and I've been in Uruguay for all the games to hear how he says Jaime Hakez Jr. I, I just can't wait. But honestly, love the draft. I love the additions. I love bringing back Jay Rich. It sucks that he's injured now. Um, but two way contracts. Uh, I love I love what they did there. I love that they nice. signed Drew Smith to the to. The, the deal and not yeah, Jamal Kane. I'll explain to you why, Danny. I saw you shake your head. I'll explain to you why, but there's a reason why he they played did with that. the Nets last year. He was, I know, but I, I'll explain to you why they did that. Uh, and, and the reason why they did that is because they signed into a non guaranteed contract. So we have until uh, about the middle of January to guarantee that contract. So we could use him as a trade chip, uh, or if we just need to cut him, it's not guaranteed and we only owe him a part, a part of that deal. So that's why they signed him. To the to the non guaranteed and not Jamal Kane because they didn't want to lose the rights to Jamal Kane if they were to trade down games, the line. Right. That's correct. Yeah. So so th- I love how games. they did that and strategically I love how they did that. Everybody is hating on Pat for not getting the whale, but don't rule out Pat in the middle of the season. He's done That's... it before. There's a reason why they call him the Godfather. He's done it before in the middle of the season. He can do it again and. Again, like Italy said, I'd be sad to see Hero go, but if Hero's the only piece that has to go, um, I mean, like I said, this roster is set up for a finals run, as it is. If we have to give up Hero for some other superstar, like, watch out. You're I wild. love I, I love what Pat Riley does as far, and, and the team in general does, Solana. about go ahead and, and bringing up the, the guys 
like the second, third year guys, like Highsmith, I think is, is going to be the guy that I'm looking out for this year. Like the guys that have been in the yeah. system for a year or two, and on the third year, all of a sudden they 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 earn money, right? So I love how they do that. But I would give up on saying that they they get the big whale, because I don't think they've ever gotten the big whale. They got Shaq because Shaq chose he wanted to come to Miami, and they chose LeBron because Wade said come over here. Like unfortunately, Pat Riley's missed out on Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal a couple times. I, I, I kind of gave up on them getting the big whale. I kind of just hope that they can figure out how to fit up this roster and support what they have already because they just always well, miss out on the big whale. I'll give you I'll give you some information that I got uh, earlier this week on on Bradley Beal that, now that you mentioned his name. So apparently from from what I heard, uh, you know, Bradley Beal was on the table to the heat and it was up to Mickey Harrison to pull the trigger. And the reason why he didn't pull the trigger was because the luxury he wanted tax? to up the heat wanted to operate under the luxury tax. And that's why we have not signed a 15th uh, player on the roster. So we'll go into the season only with 14 players and then those three two-way contracts. Um, so, yeah, the Heat want to operate under the contract and wait, you know, to see if any anybody drops and under the waivers, and we'll see how that goes. So, uh, you know, they could have had Beal. Um, but, look, why do you want that contract when you've got, you know, Tyler Hero, who, like Italy said, was averaging – you know, 20 plus last year before he got hurt and the heat yeah. went to the finals without, without Tyler him. hero. And I know you lose Struce. you know, the Struce ain't going to be loose this year. I know you lose Gabe Vincent. He's got to go play with, you know, with LeBron is, you know, when LeBron's not tired, I guess he'll fill in for him. Who knows? But you know, the heat always find a way to plug, plug the holes, man. I'm telling you this Jamal yes. Kane guy, I was excited for him last year, but this guy is going to be a stud. This guy's going to be – you guys don't expect it, but he's going to be a stud. Guy's a stud defender, awesome on the perimeter, and he he boards too. He's, I mean, he's exactly what the Heat want, basically a defender, a defender who just run and guns. He fits so, the system well too, exactly, and that's what exactly. you need. You need, you need guys that just fill this – not only fill the system for what Eric Spolcher does, but let, then let him work his magic and develop him even more because that's what Eric Spolcher is very good at is develop – developing very young players at this age right. so i'm happy about it hey i love this man the heat the heat guys are talking with uh with the, the nets fan <laughs> and, and the knicks fan love it i'm a heat supporter uh I know you are, bro. Something. no and listen i i've always followed the heat for you know ever yeah. since i was freaking born so like uh you know it's 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 not that i hate mm -hmm. on them but like at the same time you know it's like a it's a respect thing I mean, off to it's the a rivalry. Yeah, yeah, I admire, rivalry. I admire the Heat. Well, I don't know about admire. Like, I, <laughs> oh. I still, I, how I still could you not vomit. admire what they do? I still Man, vomit when I my hear. Shirt later. <laughs> I, I still vomit when I hear Heat culture talk. But we'll get into that on another episode. But <laughs> same with the Knicks. So I got you. Yeah, I mean, but there's no culture in the Knicks, right? I mean, it's <laughs> it, it, that's completely gone. But. So the, the next subject to hand is what's needed for the Heat success. And I want to get to that because the following topic that we have also is sort of related to what I think is needed for the Heat success. I'll tell you right now, I don't think that Kevin Love is going to cut it in terms of, uh, in terms of playing a full game uh, and, and being able to give out on this team. I think that players like Haywood Highsmith are going to have to step up huge for the heat uh you have duncan robinson i don't know what they're planning on doing with him on getting him off on the off the bench or having him start uh i mean i don't think he's going to start because tyler hero's taking that spot but mm -hmm. players like caleb martin 
who ha- didn't get many minutes last year are going to have to really, really put in a lot of work. And this guy, Jaime, that you mentioned, I mean, just looking at him, he looks like 1980s. So I'm hoping that he could bring out his inner Ronnie Cycli and make a huge difference from the guard position. But that's what's really needed is you're going to need, like, essentially what the Heat has always done, which is getting involvement from all 12 to 15 in the roster. So I think that at the end of the day, there's going to have to be a major involvement with almost every single player on this roster. Solana, what do you think about the shooting? Because that was the biggest struggle last year. They were one of the worst shooting teams in the league. They 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 slow the ball down. They have I think it was the slowest pace in the league. They shot I think it might have been the, the least amount of field goal attempts in the league. So it's obviously a slow game, but the shooting just wasn't there. They also don't go to the free throw line much if it's not Jimmy Butler. What are your worries for this year? What do they need to improve on this year for them well, to actually make an impact? I mean, I think I think Chris basically said it. You're you're, you're gonna need to count on those role players. So. There's guys that, that you didn't mention who I think are going to play a big part. Remember, starting the season, we're you know we're already down a Josh Richardson who's hurt. You're already yeah. down a, a Haywood Highsmith who's hurt. Um, you know, so you already you know you're already starting behind the curve with these injuries, which yeah. absolutely stinks. Um, but you know, I think one of the players who you know has only been mentioned once on uh, you know on the show, and that's by Italy, and that's Jovic. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. I think he had yes. a very, very strong summer league. I think he had a very, very strong, uh, you know, Euro kind of basket or, you know, whatever yeah. it was that, that they played or, or World Cup. Uh, he, you know, I saw a few of the games that he played. Uh, he played fantastic. And I think that he is going to try to use him as a point forward in some sort of like backup point guard type of way. That's, that's and, awesome. and I think they're going to use him as a, like kind of like a distributor um, in their offense. So, Look, I think they're going to need to count on those guys more. You saw what a Caleb Martin can do in the playoffs last year. Um, you know, he can come up clutch. He can hit the big three when you need. He can play D. But like I said, you're going to need to, you know, count handler. on. Huh? Not where? He's not He's not a great ball handler, but yeah, he's, he's decent in transition. Correct, correct. And he's going to play defense and he can cover, you know, one through four. So, yes. you know, and, and, and he does, you know, he's a stout defender. So, again, they're going to have to, you know, count on the defense. And, and Danny, you said it, the shooting was not good. They're going to count on Tyler Hero to make shots this year. They're going to count on, you know, Haywood Highsmith when he's healthy to hit the open three. They're going to need these guys to make shots to win. Um, and, and I think another thing that hasn't been said is we're going to need a more aggressive BAM. They asked for that last year. Exactly. The fans asked for yes. that last year. The players asked for that last year. And I think you're going to see a more aggressive Bam, you know, mm-hmm. in this year than you did last year. I mean, he's going to have to you know, you pay have for to. his contract, right? I mean, he, he, he makes one of the highest salaries on the team. So Facts. you got to show it. Facts. Italy, you agree? The What are you expecting the three-point shooting or the shooting in general to improve this year? Honestly, I really do think it will. I I love what Solana said about Bam with the defense. I think we're going to have to see him step up a lot more, and I think he will. I liked what he did in preseason. He looks good. He's already top 10 in in defense already. I think overall with the shooting, yeah, Jokic is going to surprise some people. I've been saying he is going to be the team that the Heat Nation is going to be shocked more than anything and that everyone should keep an eye on him. Not only that, and, and Heine. I think both of them is going to tear it up on the floor. I've seen all preseason long, and I'm going with those two guys as the people that are going to be like, oh, okay, 
Okay. It's kind of like last year with Vincent Struess and um, Martin came out of nowhere for us this year. It's Jaime and Jokic. And I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, I see the biggest issue with this team is outside of their top heavy, in my opinion, Jimmy, Bam and Tyler. And then outside of them, it's just like, you really don't know who to count on. I don't know if the shooting is going to be consistent. And outside of Jimmy, who really takes it to the rim? Like he's the one that gets to the free throw line. And outside of that, like Tyler Hero doesn't bang, is a bang inside there. And Bam isn't as aggressive as, as he should be, like everybody's saying. So I, yeah. I think that that is one thing that needs to improve is that we need to find somebody else that can take it to the room. Caleb Martin should be able to take it to the room, even though he's not going to start. Right. Chris? Well, well, Caleb Martin, to me, is one of the players that last year stood out to me in terms of aggression. Taking the it playoffs, to the, for sure. To the, yeah, taking and it Lowry. to the, Yeah, and, and Lowry, but at the same time with Lowry – he, he doesn't have the same speed or the same first step that a point guard needs in order to be able to get around the defender. So he he uses a lot of picks. He uses a yes. lot of things that can that that give him the space. He can't create the space like he used to. Uh, for but example, he gets to the rim, though. But one of the critical. Yeah, he does. And and the, but he gets to the rim not because of his speed. It's because of his uh, his body placement when he exactly. drives it in. Now, yes. the one player that's going to stand out to me, and I hope that he starts to make this transition, which I started seeing towards the latter latter half of the year, was Duncan Robinson is sitting less out on the three-point line and being able to make backdoor cuts where he's available for, cutting, for, yeah. for cuts on passes. So Duncan Robinson, to me, is someone that this year he can definitely be able to elevate his game, not just behind the three-point line, but to be able to be like a Reggie Miller-esque player where he can be able to make a backdoor cut and catch people slipping and make an easy layup to be able to get his team little by little back on, 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 on the paint. Right, Solana? Yeah, man. I mean, I think you, I think you killed him with a little Reggie Miller comparison there, bro. Easy. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> but, bro, <laughs> I mean, I, that, that, that's, that's some tough shoes to fill, but I, I agree, man. Honestly, I think you saw that in the playoffs. You saw him in the second half of last season kind of being able to, like you say, make that backdoor cut slash, you know, down the baseline and kind of, you know, either look for that or even kind of fake the shot and drive and dish. You saw yeah. a lot of a lot of alley-oops to Bam between Duncan and Bam, and I think yeah. you're going to see that a lot more this year. So if he is not, you know, taking that, you know, shooting that shot, uh, you know, making it early, then he's probably going to go to that or he's going to end up hitting the bench because it's either, you know, three or nothing for him. Well, yep. one point I, one, one point I want to make before before we move on, Danny, is that's one thing. The aggression on on the drive is one thing that we're definitely missing with Gabe Vincent not being here because Gabe Vincent is the kind of point guard that's willing to take on the contact, willing to drive it in, take the double team, and be able to create off of that. So, and and Richard Greenberg chiming in the chat saying, what's going on with my boy Kyle Lowry this season? I mean, hopefully he's hitting the gym and he's working on his first step because he's definitely going to need it this year. And well, a couple weight. things. And losing yeah, weight. A little skinnier, man. That's all yeah, he, does. he does look skinnier. I agree. Because that's the thing. I've always wondered, like, how is it that this is culture thing? Like, because I believe in he culture. But how is Kyle Lowry getting by with this, with this body fat thing? Because... I'm sorry, they're letting him slide because there's no way that he's hitting that that body fat that everybody else is hitting. Uh, but thank you for Richard Gieber, uh, our friend from up north, for joining us uh, live. Um, 
Okay, so we got Thomas Bryant as a backup center. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to get uh, your opinion on this because Thomas Bryant can score, but he is one of the worst big man defenders mm-hmm. you'll ever see. So I was surprised that the Heat would go after him. Now, I guess that they, they want uh, an offensive presence, but defensively, he, it, he doesn't he, – it, it doesn't sound like a Heat-type player. Like, what do you think, Solana, about Thomas Bryant's arrival? Uh, I'm not I'm really not thinking much because I honestly prefer uh, Orlando Robinson over Thomas Bryant. And I think if right. it were up to me, I think Orlando Robinson's going to get the minutes from what I saw last year in the spot minutes that he got. Um, I like what he did. He was super aggressive. He got rebounds and, you know, he made, you know, the baskets whenever he needed to. So honestly, I really hope that Robinson gets those minutes, not Bryant. Um, you know, from what I've seen in Bryant's career, I'm, I'm not really a fan. Uh, so honestly, I hope, wow. you know, he makes me a fan this year. Uh, and I have, I have a different question for you, Edley. I have a quick question here. Kevin Love, you said you're happy he's back. Do you think he starts all year long? Because I see Kevin Love more as a, as a playoff piece. Like when you get to the playoffs, you get that veteran guy in there. Like when he played with Bam, during the regular season, they didn't look great together. In the playoffs, mm-hmm. once they went small against Brook Lopez and Giannis, all of a sudden it clicked. Mm-hmm. Are we expecting to see Kevin Love running out there? I mean, obviously he's not going to be healthy 20, 82 games. But when he's healthy, is he starting always? I mean, at this point, I would love to say yes. But with injuries with him and just consistency, I think it's going to be 50-50. And then once we do get in the playoffs, I think he's going to play a little more. I think they're going to try and get the young guys in him as much as they can. And I think Kevin Love, he's going to be a – I still think he's going to be a – like not a big piece, but I think he's going to be that veteran presence that I've said before. But And he is going to start. I think the first game, Wednesday, I think he is going to start. And it's all about what, what happens from there with the pieces with Bam and then down the season. For me, 50-50. But, man, if he surprises, the Salon said, like, there's some pieces that might surprise us this year where he could play all those games. But right now, I'm kind of like a remain to see. Yeah, I, I, uh, I disagree, man. I don't think he's going to play uh, all 82 games. And no, no, he, no, no, for sure. Definitely That's not. why I said 50-50. And, and, and honestly, pers- you know, seeing the Heat's reputation going, you know, backwards and how they rest players in all the different lineups that they play. Remember, last year, I think, they played over like 15 different starting lineups or something. It was crazy. They had the most starting lineups in the NBA. So I think you'll see a lot of that this year. But I have a question for you guys because we're talking about resting players and stuff like that. And not, not to get off topic, but you saw like the new rules that the NBA passed regarding resting players and uh, certain things that they're going to find teams and things like that. I think that's interesting because now players are not going to be able to rest um, as much as you know they did in the past. So, how does that how is that gonna affect the whole NBA? Like players like Kevin Love, who would probably rest maybe 30% a season normally and be ready for the playoffs. Now technically he can't, or what he's just gonna sit on the bench? Well, I have an answer for that. But before I answer your question regarding to the, the big man, whether it's Thomas Bryant or Orlando Robinson, and it seems like Orlando Robinson would make the fit better, as long as it's not Cody Zeller. That's what counts. See, exactly. Or, okay. or, or, Dwayne, or, or Dwayne Dedman. Dwayne Dedman. Right? Yes. Like, uh, Dwayne Dedman. Yeah, Forget you. about oh it. God, yeah. the, the mechanic Forget guy. 
No way, bro. I'd, so, I'd, hey, I'd prefer Vladimir Stepanya over yes. Cody Zeller. And Vladdy I mean, if you, Daddy. If, if you want to get like back in the day, like let's go, man. I'll name you some old <laughs> center, baby. Oh, we could do that all day, baby. He's about now, to more Mike Doliak. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I'll, t- I'll I'll give you the yeah, he does. Awkward. Um, I'll tell you what the answer is. It's called heat culture. What? Right? Like <laughs> heat culture. That's how it's gonna happen. That's how people are gonna get past this whole needing rest stuff. Like you're just I gonna think- you're gonna fake injuries. You're gonna say that you're banged like they, if you say that you banged up your knee, that what are they gonna say? I I I understand why they did this, and I think it will help some, but I mean, it's not going to help completely. Like, if you want LeBron to rest two games because he's tired, just say that you got a bum ankle and they can't force you to play. So I like what they're trying to do because I do hate this whole load management thing. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. That was basically my point. It's heat culture. Everybody's going to live in an incubator box and uh, everybody's going to be ready to rock and roll because <laughs> this is heat culture and everybody is, uh, everybody's Iron Man. For 82 games. As far as Kevin Love goes, I, I don't think he starts the whole season. I think no. he, he starts on Wednesday. He'll yes. start for the few couple weeks. But I think Highsmith is, is eventually going to take that spot. I want to see him play the four. I want to see him. When you have him defending out there along Jimmy with Bam, I think he can be that small four that can assist defensively, and if he starts hitting threes, because the reason that Heisman doesn't get playing time is because he can't hit a three. and But yeah. he's been looking better. He's improved. And mm-hmm. I, I, that that's my – that's the player that I'm looking out for the most this season. I, I, I think that if he plays well and he develops, I think that he can help propel this team a lot further with Caleb Martin coming off the bench. And I think Tyler Hero taking that Portland trade rumors a little personally. So I think he's going to play out of his mind this year. I think that, that, that he yeah. have a chance. But – I do think Highsmith needs to play well and uh, and keep improving to assist with that. So, uh, and what about right. you, Italy? What do you think about who who are you looking for to be able to watch this season? I mean, my two boys, Jokic and JJJ, baby. I they're I I'm I'm excited about both of them, man. I'm I I might even order their jerseys if they could if they do great. Like I'm those are my nice. two guys. I really I I, re- I wanted him. First, and then I want Jokage last year as well. So those guys, I think, are going to step up. I really think it's going to be nice. And what about you, Danny S? What's what's the deal here? Who are you looking forward to? Bro, I got. I definitely gotta gotta give my props out to my boy Jay Rich, man. I'm I'm so glad he's back. He was one of my favorite players when he was here. Um, definitely one of the more personable players, like at events and stuff. Always had a smile on his face. Always willing to talk to the fans. Um. But that that's the guy who I was looking forward to. Honestly, I loved him when he was here. I was sad to see him leave. But um hey, we'll see, we'll see what he can do this year. Nice. What yeah, what's the key? Okay, Chris. Who who are you looking no, out for this year? I well, this year I'm looking out for Haywood Highsmith because I feel like he was a really good spark off the bench for the Heat last year. And now that he's gonna rack up a couple more minutes. And quite possibly get some starts. Let me tell you, I think that starting lineups with Haywood Highsmith are going to be more dangerous than Kevin Love's starting lineups. But he has and, to be able to hit that shot, though. Well, yeah. I mean, of course. But then it gets to the point where 
think about it. Eric Spolster is going to be able to essentially have two sort of different starting lineups to be able to work with depending on the teams that they're going to be playing. Right. So if you're playing a more high high paced uh, team, then I believe that Highsmith can fit that, uh, can be able to defend that. If you're playing a team where you can kind of settle down and get some buckets in the air, then that's going to be perfect when you bring in Kevin Love and you sit Haywood Highsmith because once everybody gets gassed, Haywood Highsmith is blocking everybody, grabbing rebounds, dishing it out. So I think that it's a good problem to have on their hands. Haywood Highsmith is somebody that I'm looking forward to seeing uh, along with Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin's going to have to step at the fuck up this year, big time. And I think he will. He's going to have more opportunities now that that Struce yeah. is gone. So I think he's going to have more opportunities. Yeah, All him right. and Duncan. Oh. Him and Duncan as well. As we start wrapping it up here, um, I'll start with Solana. Solana, what needs to happen for this team to be successful? What do they need to improve before we wrap it up here and give our predictions? Three-point shooting. Three-point shooting. Three-point shooting. I think if they can, you know, have a better season, overall season in three-point shooting, I think, like I said, it's a finals or bust year, you know, for me. That's what I think. That's so crazy. Italy. I mean, look, overall, they shot 34.4. I think if they can raise that about 4% and make it like 38%, like, watch out. Oof, that's going to take some consistent shooting. What about you, Italy? What do you think? Consistency. Next man up mentality. And don't slack off every fucking time we go in the fourth quarter. Like, every single time. It, it's like Jimmy in the playoffs. And at the end, he didn't show up. In the in the regular season, he didn't, didn't really show up that much either. For me, it's just consistency. Play all the way through, and just and and just don't don't go back. You know, it's funny. Forward, keep going I, forward. I I I I talk to a lot of Heat fans that hate on Jimmy throughout the regular season, and then they flip a switch once playoff Jimmy goes. I feel like Jimmy Butler is underappreciated by Heat fans. Maybe after last year's no. playoff run, it's changed. But before last year's playoff run, I feel like Jimmy's kind of unappreciated. Like, I feel like people were like hate on Jimmy some, and, and I think it's kind of wild. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I love, love I love Jimmy. I love Jimmy. Right, right. I'm not I'm not trying to say he's a piece of shit or something. No, I know, like, I know, I know. But <laughs> but I it, I just want consistency with the whole team. Right. No, of course. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, it's more of a, I think it's more of the casual fan, Danny. I think the casual fan just maybe doesn't understand the way Jimmy's wired. Whereas maybe, uh, you know, the, the more crazy, you know, basketball crazy minded fan understands that Jimmy Butler is an, an absolutely psychotic human being. He's a psycho. He's an absolute crazy human being, but he's just brilliant when it comes to the game of basketball. And he's Dave Shakira. Those hips don't lie. <laughs> Rumor says she's pregnant. Just saying. Oh, oh wow! I didn't God. hear that yet. I didn't hear that she, yet. Isn't she like forty six? I don't know, but yeah, watch out. There's for, like there's almost a ten year gap. Huh? I think Jesus. a little bit more. Right. Maybe. I don't know. Um, well, I'll ahead, tell please. you. I'll I'll tell you this much, Solana. When you when you talk about Jim, it's crazy about Jimmy Butler how he's been on other teams that 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 kind of play that kind of ferocity in basketball with Jimmy Butler was untapped with those teams. And for like for it to come out in fruition for Heat fans, it's incredible because we're talking about a player that doesn't fit the 
Hollywood mold. He fits the whole heat culture thing where it's like you're grinding and you're in the dirt. And look, you know, I, I know some of the same heat fans that Dan that Danny knows, and I, I know other heat fans as well. And and you're right, Solana. It is kind of like fair weather fans where it's like, oh, who's this guy? He's not doing that great. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I love Jimmy Butler. But there's some guys that are like, oh man, Jimmy Butler this, Jimmy Butler that. And Jimmy Butler is a great player. And it's not even a great player in terms of like how he is offensively, but the fact that he puts in the same effort, if not more on the defensive side, like that's something that you don't find a lot in players these days, especially these days. Chris, you know, you know, it's funny you say that because I hear it a lot in my section and in my section, always my row is nobody sells their tickets. Like it's literally, we always go. But all the other rows, I know the whole season ticket holders, and they always sell. So I know that people that go there are tourists or whatever. And it's always yeah. like before halftime when Jimmy doesn't have twenty points, it's like, oh my god, like Jimmy, like what, like Jimmy, what is he Jimmy's doing? A different kind of and guy, it, yeah. And it's like, it's like, it's like, are you kidding me? Like you didn't just appreciate twenty four minutes of what this guy just did. Like look at the movement, the cuts he made, the picks yeah. he did, how he like. Controls how he the opens the court up yeah. exactly and he plays through injuries everything. and plays through the injuries that he has absolutely and, and it's like i mean it, like I, I don't want to turn around and say like dude shut up but it's like come on like you know you, you get me yeah i'll, I'll, I'll tell him to shut up it's fine <laughs> <laughs> come with me come with me to games italy man i gotta i, I got gotta you. a ticket i got you now be- before we give the season prediction this is one of those unique teams that usually has like three 20 point a game scores but that's why i say that they're top heavy but out of curiosity, I'll start with Chris. Who do you think is leading the team in scoring? At like in, for the whole season? For the team, yeah. Like per game. Uh, I think per game, it's probably gonna it's probably gonna be Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna lean towards Bam Adebayo, but I mean, look, I mean, we're talking. Uh, we're we're in last two- year. Last year, Jimmy led it with twenty two point nine. Second was Bam with twenty point four, and yeah. Tyler was third with yeah. twenty point one. Right. And I was gonna lean towards Bam, but I mean, look, we're we're in twenty twenty three, man. This is a this is a guards game, you know. So Jimmy Butler is gonna is gonna. I, I think he's gonna take it for sure over Bam. Solana, who's leading score? Hero, baby, hero. Mm, I think hero. Hero's gonna be coming out with a. He has a chip on his shoulder bigger than he's ever had. Yeah, he's he I was really half packed. So. He was half packed. Yeah. Right yeah, to go. He, talk- <laughs> yeah, he so talked about I, it. I, I think he's gonna be coming. I don't know if it's gonna it's gonna work out, but I think he's gonna be aggressive as hell. Hopefully it works out, but he's gonna be aggressive. Italy, who do you think is gonna be leading the team in scoring? I gotta go, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy. all the way. Jimmy, then hero, then bam. I think Jimmy averages 18 and 19 points a game this year. I think he takes a small step back. Mm-hmm. I think if this team is going to go where they need to go, like Solana said. I think Bam needs to be that guy. I think Bam needs to become the face of the team, and I think Bam needs to lead the the, the team in scoring because he comes because he becomes more aggressive, and that's kind of where I'm leaning. This has to become Bam's team. Like it has to be a transition period this year where it's not Jimmy's team anymore. And Jimmy's that guy that won't give a crap. Jimmy's okay yeah. with that. He doesn't give a crap. So Jimmy care. will average 18, 19 points a game, and then Bam has to be that go-to guy in my opinion. And I think that that's uh, what they have to ride with. With that said, it's prediction time. Prediction time. I wish I, let me start with Italy. Italy. Prediction oh, time. Give me, give me your record, where they go, and how they finish. Okay. So 
in our divi- division with the four four teams, I think we win it. We're number one there. I think we'll be the fifth seed in the playoffs. And I think we'll go forty five to fifty wins. Okay. Do you think we make it past the first round? Yes. Okay. How far do we go? I say all the all the way to the semifinal. Okay. Eastern yeah, Conference definitely. semifinals. Okay. Yeah. Second round. Solana, what are you thinking? 49 and 33, four seed, NBA champions. Ooh. So you we barely got into the playoffs last year. We lost Struess and Vincent. We gained Thomas Bryant, which is probably the worst defender you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> Kyle Lowry's fatter and older, and Kevin Love is not in shape. We gained Jaime, and you think we jumped to the fourth seed? Absolutely. Okay. We had a lot of injuries last year that uh, that you're not remembering, especially in the winter. Uh, you know, the, the winter months of basketball and hockey that are very, very boring. Uh, you're not remembering that we had a, a, a tough winter. So I think it's going to be tough again this year. We're going to have, a, like I said, a slow start. But like I said, four seed, 49-33, NBA champions. For, for NBA champions? Oh, I'm sorry. I, th- I thought I heard NBA finals. NBA champions. No, no I, said, I said NBA champions. Chris, you heard no, me, No, right? I said NBA it. <laughs> clip oh, that. Right. You got to clip that. All right. <laughs> I, yes, I did hear you. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. Prediction. He's looking at his Nick stuff. I, I think I, I think he's I think he's I, I think he's said it a couple times that they're going to be champions this year, or they're going he did, to the like three times, which is three times awful. I, I, for some awful, reason, I was here in the finals. <laughs> That's awful. Now, like you said, that like you said, Danny, they ended up making the playoffs like by the hair of the chinny chin chin. Uh, I I think that. I think that they can quite possibly get like the fifth seed, sixth seed. I feel like they can be able to fall somewhere between uh, 46 and 36. I think that's probably where they're going to be able to land 46 and 36 for the year. Uh, And I feel like they can be able to make it to the Eastern conference finals. Uh, I feel like the, the Milwaukee bucks, man, that's just, that's, that's just a team that you don't want to see in a seven game series. Boston either. um, yeah, I mean Boston for sure, but I feel like the Bucks are going to be able to hold it down uh, at the top of the Eastern Conference, and I think that the Heat will probably have to face them at some point, and that's not going to be a great matchup unless there's some key additions this season. So I, I see us going towards the Eastern Conference Finals and, and taking an L there. I think that the Heat win 45 games. I think that, much like Solana said, the injuries were a, a, a factor last year. But I think there'll be a factor at some point this year also. And the way that this team plays, I, I don't think it's built for the regular season. I think it's built for a good playoff front. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what – all they have to do is get in. Once they get in, yeah. the game slows down. Most of these teams want to run and gun, but that's not the Heat's game. They, they, their pace is a lot slower, and that's why they're so good in the playoffs. So I think they just have to get in. And I think they'll get in with the fifth or sixth seed, 45 wins. And um, how far they go, I think they go as far as the second round. If they if they play against the Celtics or the Bucks in the second round, I mean Giannis with Damian Lillard, uh, that that that's a no. They'll beat the Knicks, but Damian Lillard, Giannis, <laughs> then you got uh, Boston. I think people are sleeping on Boston. I think Boston's gonna win the NBA championship next year. As much as I hate oh, the city of Boston, don't say that, I, man. Hey, can I tell you that that literally last year, Boston fans jumped like 
Knicks fans, Sixers yeah. fans, anybody they, for the most annoying fan base in the history of basketball. And they all came out of the works. I haven't seen so many in a long time. <laughs> Seriously, man. Seriously. But Thanks for they, buying they, my tickets in the playoffs, guys. They, they kept the core of that team, and they went ahead and they added Drew Holiday. Like yes. that, that team, it's that team is, is 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 silly. Like that team is going to be really good, and I think too many people are paying too much attention to the Bucks. Not enough they people are talking choke. about the Celtics. Celtics, the Celtics don't choke for what the second year in a row, or for the know, second, second second time second in third three years? year, second third year. Yeah. Look, I, there's no sports city I hate more than Boston, but you know, I um I, I just think that they're going to be NBA champions this year. Hopefully, I'm wrong though. Well, all right. Well, uh, any final thoughts, Chris? Uh, just to answer, just to answer Richard Greenberg's question for those of you that are listening on audio, he's asking me who's better than Knicks or the Heat. I mean, that goes without question, baby. I mean, we got game time Brunson, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's go. Game time Brunson couldn't bring back a medal in the world cup, man. That's rough. Listen, let's not talk about world cups. Solana, final thoughts. Final thoughts, man. Love being here with you guys. Love to meet you, Italy. I met, you know, I know the other two guys from uh, from a little, a little back in the day here. But hey, glad to be here and uh, glad to join the Batter Fam. Italy, final thoughts. I uh, appreciate everybody here. Happy to be part of the Battered uh, Network, Batter Heat fans. This is awesome. I love everything about this so far. Go Heat on Wednesday and just I'm going to be preaching it all season long. You might have to make a shirt about it eventually on the Barrett site. Consistency. Just consistency right here. Well, I'm rocking the, the Adobo Obama. The there you go. There, so you there you go. Hey, I got Jimmy Butler on right now, so all I want is just consistency. We'll start cracking out those shirts. All right. Well, uh, it was episode number one, a little clunky, but I mean, that's how all episode number ones are, right? We'll get better as the season goes on and things will get smoother. And if you are listening on audio, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. As always, please leave us five stars, comment, review, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Uh, for our friend from up north that just found us as we were streaming live, we didn't promote it, but we appreciate you, Richard Greenberg, for joining us. And, uh, you know, we might be doing these live anyway, so from here on out, if you come... And join the show. We appreciate you guys taking the time to join us also. And as always, have a good one. Peace.